Okay, so beginning the sixth parak of Shabbos, so Shabbos Daf Nun Zayin, we are beginning on the top Nun Zayin Amar Aleph by Me Isha Yoytza. So, just an introduction to this parak. We we know that Hoytza carrying on Shabbos is one of the Lamatas Malachos. We spent a few Dafim in the beginning of Shabbos discussing different Rishuyas, Rishas Arabim, Rishas Yachid, Carmelis. But now we're going to get into what a person could wear and what is considered caring. So when it comes to caring on Shabbos, we all know we walk around, even if you live in a place without an Eru, if you live in a, a place that has a Rishas Arabim, you're allowed to go dressed to shul, you're allowed to walk around wearing clothing. So anything that's considered a beged, that's considered clothing, one is allowed to wear on Shabbos out in the street. Nobody argues with that. The additional halacha is that anything that's bottled to the beged, let's say a zipper or a button, there's even a discussion regarding tags and buttons that are not functioning your extra buttons and or loops that you hang on you know for a hook so most of those things are in the category of what we would call bottle to the baguette and one is definitely allowed to walk around with those on shabbos then you have to the other extreme you have a masoi a masoi is a burden it's not uh, it's not doing anything for me we had this already uh, we touched upon this when it came to animals, what an animal could go out with, anything that's considered a masoi, a burden, it's not functioning for the animal's use or it's excessive. So that would be uh, Isra Daraisa of carrying on Shabbos because that is not considered a beggar and it's not considered a, ta- a, a, a bottle to the beggar. There's a middle category called a tachshit, that it's something that it's not, it's not intrinsically clothing, but it's being done as an ornament. It looks good. And, and it uh, it brings out the appearance. It's called a tachshit, so it's it's not a, it's not a burden, but it's not really a clothing, and that is also considered part of the gadim. And a person could go out with that on Shabbos. Now, if you look at this Mishnah, the Mishnah is going to discuss jewelry and other types of things that people would wear as ornaments. So really, midday raisa, it should fall into the category of a tachshit. However. There's a xera by most of these things, and that's why it's usher. As you see, the Mishnah will say, there's no chayv, there's no chiv chatos here, there's no isudaraisa uh, by going out with the following things. However, there's an isudarabanan. We'll see. Usually when there's an isudarabanan, it's the concern that you might end up carrying it. Why would a person end up carrying it? So, so either you might take it off to show someone, it might fall off, um, there might be that that circumstances changed. Let's say a person walks out with gloves on Shabbos. The Shulchan Aruch discusses, maybe you're going to go to a place that's warmer, it's going to warm up, and you're going to want to remove your gloves. There's even a discussion regarding sunglasses. In a place where you're walking through a Rishos Harabim, it's not going to get, the sun's going to go away, you're going to try to be talking to someone, and you're going to take off your sunglasses. So that's always a concern, that perhaps a person might remove it, and through that, end up carrying on Shabbos. There's another concern here, which is very interesting, that the Mishnah here discusses mikvahs, going, a woman going to the mikvah on Shabbos, and she might end up taking off something to go to the mikvah, and she might not put that back on. Let's say it's a uh, piece in her hair, and she'll end up carrying that in Rosh Hashanah. So you have different reasons for the gzera, and th- that's why... This Mishnah, I mean, that's the reasoning be, behind the Mishnah, that although there's no Isidur, right, so these things are not considered a Masoi, they're a Tachshit, still, there'll be an Isidur Abanon, because you might end up carrying it if we allow you to wear it on Shabbos. Okay, we're going to this, going to see that we will differentiate, we'll see either in the Mishnahis, or we'll mention some of the some of the Halacha we do differentiate between what a person could wear in Rishos Hayachid versus what a, maybe a woman could wear in a Carmelis, 
even though she might not be able to wear it in Rosh Hashanah, there might be times where she could wear it. And we'll discuss the minog today that many many women wear jewelry. And uh, they, even if they live in a place without an era, they're wearing jewelry. So this is not a new thing. It's not a new phenomenon. Uh, so we'll discuss this in, a, in about a week. We'll get to uh, the heter, the limut schus, already from the times of the Rishayim already discussing this, probably earlier. So we'll get to all these things in Meir Tashem. Okay, let's see the Mishnah. What could woman go out with on Shabbos? What could she not go out with on Shabbos? Well, I say to Isha, she can't go out like these woolen strands, pishtan linen, and these are two these straps that are on her head. So just pointing out, uh, fascinating Machlekas Rashi Tais was here doesn't mean that these things are tied to her hair and that's the way we're going to learn it that's Shitas Rashi that these strands are tied to her hair there's tremendous Nafkaminas in Hilchas Nida and in Hilchas Shabbos regarding uh, Mikvah that's Shitas Rashi Tais just learns no that it's 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 uh, it's tied around her hair but not on her hair actually not on her hair proper but we'll go with Rashi as we're learning Dafyami here okay so she, she can't go out with She cannot go to the mikvah uh, while these things are tied onto her hair until she terafim repoint means to loosen them. When she loosens them, she's allowed to go to the mikvah. She can't go with toitefes. Sounds like tefillin. We'll get to this. What, what this means? Sarvitin. Sarvitin. Well, toitefes really is a, is a frontlet, and a uh, sarvitin is a head bangle. But we'll get the gemara will explain. A little, a little more in detail what these things are. When they're not tied onto her hat. If they're tied onto her, so then there's no concern. It's not going to fall off. It's tied on, and she's not going to remove this in public. We'll see that the whole concern is that she's going to remove it. If, she, if, she, if a woman's wearing a hat, so women typically do not want to show their, want to, want to walk around with hair that's uncovered. So she's not going to uncover her hair in public. How would a woman uncover her hair? By taking off her hat. So she's not going to take off her hat. Even if she wants to show this uh, this, this uh, ornament that's tied onto her hat, she would have to remove her hat to do it. So if it's tied onto her hat, she's not going to do it. She's not going to remove it. There's no problem of wearing that on Shabbos. Love a cover, she can't go with this cover, this other type of cap. Again, we'll explain it later on. Inner Shasurabim, Vlebi Ir Shalzav. And she can't go out with this ornament. Which is which looked like the uh, city of gold, Yerushalayim Shel Zahav. She cannot go out with that on Shabbos. Lebe katla, katla sounds like a choker, some type of neck uh, ornament. Vleibe nizamim, nor with nizamim nose rings. Vleibe tabashi nlechaisim, and she can't go out with a ring that has no chaisim, it has no signet. We spoke about this previously that if it does have a signet. She'd be chayiv and isur deraisa. That would be a masu for a woman to carry that on Shabbos. That's not jewelry. That's nothing. So, but if it doesn't have a signet, you would think it's mutter. No, it's still asur midrabanan. But a machach in nakuva. The same thing over here with a needle that does not have a nakuva. A needle that has nakuva. That's a ma- that's a masu. Why are you carrying around sewing utensils on your shirt? But if it is if there's no nakuva, there's no hole in it. It's not pierced. So then it's not functioning as a keli. So then it's only a, a, a jewelry or something. And there's a concern of my fall, so that's why it would be an Issa From Yatzas, in all these cases, if she went out with these on Shabbos, into Rosh Akira, Hanacha, all those things, still in a Chatos, she would not be Chatos, it would only be an Issa at most. So now, we mentioned in the beginning that Veloy Sitbo 
she cannot go to the mikvah wearing these things wrapped around her hair or tied onto her hair, as Rashi explained. So, we're learning Mesech the Shabbos, we're not learning Mesech the Smikvois, we're not learning Mesech the Snida. So, who mentioned this concept of mikvah? How does mikvah come in? So, I'm Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak, I'm Rabbi Baravu, Matam Kamar, the Mishnah is saying, Pshat in why we said these things are Asr, Matam, let's say it's Ishle, we could tell them about the Pishton, why could she not go out with these things that are tied onto her hair? She's not allowed to use the mikvah with these things tied onto her hair until she's to wrap him, until she loosens them. Why is it only midrabanan? Because we're going to learn in Erevin and in Sukkah that, and Mesatlas Nida, that midraisa, a chatzitza, a barrier to. Tefillah in the mikvah is only when it's rubai umakbit. It's only when it covers the majority of the body. Or let's say we're tithing a keli. So if you have a sticker that you don't like, it says 99 cents on this huge pot and a big sticker and it covers most of the pot and you're makbit on it and you don't like it, that's the only time it is a chatzitza midairaisa on a deiraisa level. Anything less than that is only chatzitza midrabanan. It's still chatzitza, but it's only midrabanan. So we use the term amru chacham, the chacham said, since it's only if you had these things tied onto your hair, well, like Taisha said, tied around, tied wrapped around your hair, so you can't use the mikvah on a Tuesday. Why? It's a chatzitza. Actually, to rough until you loosen it. It sounds like when I loosen it, water could penetrate, water could go through it, and it would not be a chatzitza. And since on a Tuesday I cannot go to the mikvah until I loosen them, so if, if her mikvah night falls out Friday night, so she shouldn't go out within a Shabbos. Maybe one week Friday night she'll have to use the mikvah. Now, tefillah shal mitzvah, she's doing it to go back with her husband, the reason why the Gemara uses the tefillah shal mitzvah is because we're going to see the Mishnah in Beit that tells me you can't always use the mikvah on Shabbos or Yantif. It's uh, it can be nirik and Masakin, so we'll see. But either way, we obviously use the mikvah on Shabbos. So for our intents and purposes, this will be a, uh, a heter to use the mikvah on, on Shabbos. So she's going to use the mikvah on Shabbos, but she has these things tied onto her hair. The Sharia she's going to untie it to go to the mikvah, and then when she's coming out, she'll forget to tie it back onto her hair. She'll end up carrying it. So a classic that because these things are a chatzitza, so she's going, we know she's going to take it off when she uses the mikvah on Friday night, and one out of every seven nights is Friday night, so decent chance that a woman will end up using the mikvah Friday night. So there's a, there's a, good, there's a good concern that she'll untie it and then bring it back or, or, uh, or, or uh, not tie it back to her hair as she's coming out of the mikvah, and she'll end up carrying it on Shabbos in Rosh Hashanah. Again, in those days, the mikvahs were in caves, or other bodies of water. It wasn't in your fancy schmancy mikvah building, so there was more of a concern. But either way, this is the halacha, and this is the understanding of the Mishnah. So that is why we brought down the concept of tefillah. What if a woman has chains, or maybe some type of mesh material, that... that uh, 
that she tied her here with those things. Now, could she go out with it on Shabbos? Amarle, so Rav, Rav said, Arik Amrit, you're talking about Arik, something that's woven, Koshu Arik Loigazarin, that's woven, is not included in the Isid Rabbanon. Why? Because obviously there is no Chatzitza when it comes to Arug. It's Marnami, Amrav Huna, Brady Rav Yeshua, Koshu Arug Loigazru. Anything that's, that's woven, it's Arug Loigazru, there's no Xerid Rabbanon. Which means the background for that would be is that there is no problem of chatzitza when it comes to things that are arug. You look in Shulchan Aruch. This, this concept is brought down. We'll see. I saw my sisters when they would go bathe. They would not. They went to mikvah. They would not be makbid to take them off. So obviously, women are not makbid on these things. And we know the only problem is uh, of chatzitza when a woman is makbid. So they're not makbid on these things. Now, what's the difference between if we say that the reason why you're allowed to wear these maisa arug is because it's arug and there's no gzera derabbanan on arug, there's no chatzitza. Or versus when we say that maybe arug is not different, it's just that women are not makbid when they have these things in the hair. So it could be nayu, ditanifin. When it comes, when, when these things are tinuf, tinuf means disgusting, they're, they're dirty. Machlek is what this means. Either it means that the chains will become dirty in the mikvah, that's the way the rush learns it, that you have these golden uh, woven things, and therefore if you went to the mikvah with them into these rivers, they would get all dirty, so a woman is makbid to remove them, or it means that you're, that these things are dirty, and when you go to the mikvah, the dirtiness of the chains would go into the water by getting wet, and it would get you dirty. I guess they didn't mind walking around with dirty chains in their hair, dreadlocks, but if they went to the mikvah, it would get the water dirty and it would get themselves dirty. So they're mocked on it. So the hachlash and damakosh arug like gazru hachanami arug. It's arug. Arug is not a problem because water goes in. Very nice. You're mocked on it, but it's arug. Who cares? Even if it's dirty, the water's still gonna still gonna go to you. So there's no problem. However. If the problem is that you care or don't care, they do care about going into the mikvah with either golden chains or with things that are going to get the water dirty. So they're makbar on it, and therefore it will be a problem of going to the mikvah. Okay, just by the way, this is all brought down in Shulchan the beginning of Simon Kuf Tzadiches and Hilchas Nida. We'll highlight some of the discussions, but these halachas really, really, to go halacha lamaisa, we know the Ramah in Sif Aleph and Kuf Tzadiches says the, the minog for women is to go is uh, to go to the mikvah with nothing on them, even if they're not makbar on it. That's the uh, the prevalent mikvah, uh, the prevalent minog in Klal Yisrael. So just wanted to point it out. Whenever we discuss Hilchas Chatzitza, we're only discussing B'diyeved, we're only discussing Shas Chak. We'll get into an interesting discussion today, maybe for 30 seconds, regarding loose clothing that... There's a discussion in Shulchan Aruch and in all the uh, Paiskim from the previous generation regarding uh, Giyaris going to using a mikvah with a uh, pancho type of material, or if women are in a place where there's no kosher mikvah. So the, can they go to the sea? Can they go to the ocean? So I, I've actually had some shilas. People ask me over the years, not too many, and usually there are ways around the shilas. Drive a little bit, but does come up. Someone goes away for a Pesach program in the uh, middle of nowhere and there's no mikvah, so they want to use the ocean. Does, does that work? Good. So these are things that come up. What could they wear? They don't want to go totally naked. Can they wear some type of poncho, a bathing suit? Can men wear a, a bathing suit when they go to the mikvah? Now, 
it would be odd to go to your classic men's mikvah for the bathing suit. Socially awkward, but let's say they want to use a swimming pool. We mentioned in Mesechtas uh, Brachas, when we spoke about the Tilas Ezra halachas, that a swimming pool for a man is fine. A swimming, in-ground swimming pool, a man could use for Tilas Ezra. So the question is, would a, would a uh, bathing suit be a chatzitza? So we said there that it won't, but the discussion is, what if they're wearing a full-body bathing suit? So how tight? So that's also found in this discussion, as this is a very important daf regarding chatzitza, regarding mikvah. Next, Tan Hassan looked in a Mishnah in mikvah. So this is actually, the that parak discusses all the so that's the ninth parak of mikvahs. These things are chatzitza when it comes to a person. So uh, woolen strings, linen, and the straps that are on the heads of girls. So seemingly girls. So we'll see what, what the significance of Rashi Abonis means. So he obviously argues in Seir. Because uh, on Samer, because he said the Tanakam says Chutit Samer is a problem. Rabbi Yudah says Shel Samer no. Also, he says Shel Seir in Chutzin. Let's say here was tied onto a woman's hair, so that would not be a Chatzitza. So this gets into the discussion of knots. Is a knot a chatzitza? We know that women do a chafifa prior to using the mikvah, combing their hair. That's brought down in Simon Kofzadi Tess in Yaradea. Mabnei Shamayim Balamens, he says, here is not a problem because here comes through. Comes through. Now, this here that's being discussed is talking about someone else's hair or a woman's own hair that was detached. What if it's two hairs tied to each other, three hairs tied to each other? So that all is a sugya in Masech so we'll leave it for that. But it is... Uh, somewhat based on our Gemara, so we'll leave it for Masechta uh, Snida, as the Gemara there goes through these Mishnayas as well. All these things, we're discussing the head of girls, only the head. What does that mean? If you're telling me it's coming to say that only when these things are tied to the head, that's when it's a chatzitza. But what if it's tied to the neck? It would not be a chatzitza. Udemai, what type of case is it? Ilem alamuti ditzamer, wool tied onto the neck. That would not be a chatzitza. So, let's see. Hashda, you told me that rach, soft wool, agabi kasha, on hard surface, which we're saying here is considered a hard surface in this, in this uh, equation. So, rach, soft, which is wool, agabi kasha, tied onto here. That's chaitzah, that's a chatzitza. So rach agabi rach nibaye. Of course, soft on soft would also be a chatzitza. So we're saying that a neck and wool is soft on soft. That would for sure be a chatzitza. So it can't be you're coming to exclude rashe banais and not their neck. It would also be a chatzitza. Vela lamuti dechuti pishan. It's talking about linen strands. So I have still the same problem. Hashda kasha agabi kasha chaitzis. Linen, the Mishnah said, on here is a chatzitza. That's kasha, gabi kasha, hard and hard. Now, hard and hard, you could see that that uh, that something would penetrate it because it's not so so c- closely packed in. But soft and soft would for sure be a problem. So kasha, gabi rach, and, and, and hard and soft is any anytime you're getting softer, there's more of a reason to be concerned that water would penetrate. Kasha, gabi rach, the reason why Ravuna said. Only Rashi Habonis has a problem, only the heads is Since a woman will not choke herself, so anything tied around the neck is not going to be too tight. So if it's, if it's tied around the neck, 
So then there's no chatzitza. Why? Because there's, there's an assumption that water will be able to penetrate it. So by the way, the Sidrei Tahara, which is one of the authoritative achreinim in the back of Yeshulchan Aruch and Hilchas Nida. So the Sidrei Tahara writes that anything less than choking is not considered, it's not considered tight. Meaning there's a discussion regarding things that are loose versus tight. Let's say a woman can't, some of them have to deal with the shy. Let's say a woman can't get her ring off. She, uh, she's going to the mikvah, you know, maybe while she's pregnant or something, and the, and the last time she went, she was able to get her ring off, but she can't get her ring off. So what do you do? So some of the will try to, to at least get her to make it somewhat loose, even if she can't get it past the next knuckle, if you make it loose, so we see water could, could go in. So how loose is called loose, right? So the Sidri Tahara writes that anything that's not considered choking, that's the barometer of the, of the Gemara. That if it's choking, then it's a chazitza. But lafish eni shecheneka says atzma, meaning people wear things on their collar that's tight, a, a tie, but it's not choking. Anything that's not choking would not be a chazitza. So this comes up when we talk about bathing suits or uh, someone, you know, tiveling in a river. So this comes up. As long as it's not choking, according to the Sitra Tahara, that is not considered tight. Again, this is not... The only sheet that there's other sheets in the place came trying to figure out all these Yomaras, how they fit in. So don't rely on Halacha Lamaisa, ask Yishayla prior to doing anything. But I'm just highlighting the Raya from the Siddhi Tahara based on our Gemara. Okay. Esve Abaya, Abaya says, one second. You told me that a woman is not going to choke herself. Really? Hold on. The Brisa says, that the girls will go out on Shabbos with strands in their hair, but they cannot go out with strings tied around their necks. Hold on. If you told me women do not choke themselves, and it can't be so tight, so why when it comes to these strings around their neck, they can't go out on Shabbos with it? What do you mean? They're not going to use, if they, even if they use the mikvah, they're not going to take off these strings because it's not so tight. Um, Ravina, this case is different. Hacha katla skin. We're talking about a katla, which again, some of I'm learning, it's a choker. Deisha chenekes is asma. Women will choke themselves, they'll tighten it and choke herself with it. Why? Denichala, it looks good for her. Shatira kebalas basar. It looks good that she looks like she's a balas basar, she looks healthy. Some, some want to learn this means she looked larger than what people want to look like today. This is pre-Hollywood days. So since she wanted to look good by uh, looking heavier, so she would, in fact, choke herself in order to, uh, to show that she's a ballast buster, and therefore there is a concern, and that would be a chatzitza for the mikvah. Now, why is it only a chatzitza for the mikvah and not anything uh, a chatzitza? Uh, why, why is that the concern for Shabbos and not that she might take it off and Rosh Hashanah and show people? So... This is, the answer is written in this because if she would untie it in Rishasarabim, she would show everyone that she's not so uh, she's not so big. She's really skinny, so that wouldn't look good for her. The only time you're concerned is that she's going to do that going to the mikvah. It's a private setting. She would need to do that because otherwise it's a chatzitza, and uh, she would come out. She would forget to put it back on. Okay, Rabbi Huda. Now in that Mishnah in Mikvais, there was a shita of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda said he argued clearly on Shaltzemer. He said Shaltzemer, there's no problem. Then he also added Vishalseir, and regarding here, that a hair is tied around a woman's hair, ain't chutz, and there's no chatzitza. And he said, because water goes through it. Now, the, he added this discussion of here. The Tanakama doesn't mention anything about here. The Tanakama says shall tzemer, shall, shall, uh, shall pishton, and shall, uh, shall rutsu. He didn't talk about here. 
So Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Halacha Rav Yehuda b'chutei seyer. Halacha is like Rav Yehuda when it comes to chutei seyer, that these things are not a chatzitza. Again, if you look at Halacha, there's a discussion, her own here, tied on to it, knots, two hairs, three hairs, Masechtas, Nida, we'll get to that. Amalei Abaya. When you say halacha k'rab Yehuda, that means halacha, we pass in the k'rab Yehuda, mechlal the plea. It sounds like Tanakama argues. You don't say halacha is like k'rab Yehuda if the Tanakama didn't argue. You wouldn't say anything. So it must be the Tanakama argues. Mechitema. And if you want to tell me that the Tanakama holds that sh- that that here is a chatzitza, ilav deshamina mi Tanakama d'ayri b'chutei seir, iunami lehavamayri. Why? Because... Why would Rabbi Yehuda mention it in this mission? It must be that Rabbi Yehuda heard that the Tanakhama also holds that the same Echutei Tzemer is a Chatzitza. Chutei Seir is also a Chatzitza. So comes Rabbi Yehuda and he says, not true, I argue with you. So that's our proof. That it must be that the Tanakhama argues and says, Seir is a Chatzitza. So the Gemara says, no. V'doma keshem, keshem karmalahu. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda is saying like a Keshem. What does Keshem mean? Just as. Kishem or Kihechi, the same way, you agree to me that Chute Seir, I know you hold when it comes to here, it's not a Chatzitza. Why? Because water goes through. So so you should agree with me when it comes to wool. That's also not a Chatzitza. So maybe the Tanakhama agrees with him by Seir, but not by Tzemer. Good. Comes along. Rav Nachum Amar Shmuel that the Tanakama agrees to Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to here. Tanya Nam Hachi Chuti Tzemer Chutzin Bechuti Tzeir Ein Chutzin Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shal Tzemer Bechuti Tzeir Ein Chutzin. So that's the Machlekes. But the Machlekes only by wool. When it comes to here, the Tanakama agrees that it would not be a Chatzitza. Amar Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Masnis Nami Dega. We have a Mishnah that proves like that has a, that's a proof to this as well. The Katani the Mishnah says Yoytza Isha Bechuti Seir Be Mishala Be Mishachaverta. A woman could go out with here tied on to her, whether it's hers, whether it's her own, whether it's her friends here. It is not a Chatzitza Mani, meaning she's allowed to walk out with her on Shabbos, and there's no concern she's going to untie it when she gets to the mikvah. Not a Chatzitza. Either Rabbi Yehuda Fido Chutzitza Nami. Why are you telling me Seir should be even? Well, a lot Rabbanon. This is a sheet of Rabbanon. Ushmamina bechute Seir lepligi. It must be everyone agrees when it comes to chute Seir. When it comes to uh, here, there is no problem of walking out with her on Shabbos because there's no Chatzitza. Shmamina. This is Taka a good raya. So now the Mishnah said loybe toitefes. Now with a toitefes, what's toitefes? Sounds like tefillin. My toitefes. I'm Rav Yosef Chaymarta diktifta. It's some type of charm thing worn to uh, to get away this this iron horror business. I'm like Abaya. So then, what's the problem? To have a kamei mumcha v'tishtu. We said this a few times already. That if you have a kamei mumcha, you have an amulet that is mumcha. It works. It's mutter. You got to wear that on Shabbos. So Elam Rav Yehuda Mishmei Dabai Apuzai Apuzai. Now it's a frontlet, some type of uh, uh, ornament that's worn across the forehead. It's called a frontlet. If you actually Google what frontlet is, one of the first hits you're going to get is tefillin on a Wikipedia page. So it's very interesting. Tanami Hachi Yotz Isha B'Svacha Hamizuhevus. A woman could go out with a hat that's that's uh, mizuhevus that has gold with gold on it. With a tefes of a sarvit nakfunba, she go with a hat. And has uh, the hat, or or, uh, or she got with a hat that has a, uh, a head bangle or a frontlet on it. So as long as they're attached to it, that would be fine. So it's not talking about this ayin hara. So what is this tetefes? What's sarvitin? Amravavo A frontlet goes from ear to ear. So that 
your ornament uh, thing. But the head bangles, they go to her cheeks. They don't go all the way down to your ears. They go to her cheeks. So it looks a little different. If you look, some of the, uh, the Masifta Gemara is a very nice picture. One looks like a headband in front of her head, and one looks like a crown type of thing going, uh, going from ear to ear. Okay. Amarav Huna. Aniyos. The, the, the women that didn't have so much, uh, so much wealth, they would make these things out of colored uh, clothing, colored fabric. That's the way they would have these ornaments. As you can imagine, the ones that were wealthier would, would uh, make these out of gold or silver. You can't go out with this kavul. What's this kavul? I don't know what kavul is. Maybe it means kavul, a cap of an evid. That a woman cannot, a woman is an evet, so she's a shivcha. She, not go out, she cannot go out with this cap that, uh, that, that said that she, it was like instead of a Yankees cap, she had a cap that said slave on it, evet. So that makes sense. You can't go out with on Shabbos. So that would be one understanding of kavu. I will keep a Shotzamer Shabbos. Then a regular cap that you buy in your department store, that would be fine. I don't know. Keep a Shotzamer Tanan. The Mishnah specifically was talking about a feel even. Uh, a kifa shotzem, even a regular cap that you bought at a store, you cannot go out on Shabbos. For kolshkein kavod avdem, for sure, you cannot go out with an, a cap that was made that says evid on it. So amravavo, mistavra command amar kifa shotzem It makes sense that we're saying even a kifa shotzem, even a standard cap, is our mishnah. The tani nami hachi because we have a brisa and the brisa says yoytzi isha v'kavol uve istema lechatzer. To a chatzer, which is not Rosh Hashanah, a woman is allowed to go out with this cap, but only in the chatzer. She could even go out with a kavul to Rosh Hashanah. What does that mean? Because Rosh Hashanah holds. It really depends. Anything that's underneath the hat, she could go out with it. Why? Because a woman's not going to take off her hat. Meaning, the concern here is, that you're going to show it to your friend. So we were dealing with women that, were, that, would, that would typically cover their hair, and they're not going to uncover their hair in the street on Shabbos, or anytime. So if something's, let's say a cap itself, the actual hat, a big hat. So no problem, a woman's allowed to wear that in the street on Shabbos because she's not going to take off her hat on Shabbos because she's going to be, having, she's going to be, she's going to be exposing her hair uh, in public. So that's not going to happen. So what if you have these ornaments? So it depends. If it's, if it's, uh, it's underneath her typical hat. So she's, she's not going to pull off her hat and then pull out this svacha, I'm sorry, pull out this ornament and show it to someone because she just uncovered her hair. And even if she would pull it out without, without um, picking her hat up, she would slip it out. How are you going to put it back on? So either way, she's not going to do that. Sniffer of Shimon Elazar holds, Kol underneath your hat, you can walk out with it on Shabbos. If it's above your hat, there you're going to remove it to show someone, and you're not concerned about exposing your hair because you're wearing a hat. You can't go out with that on Shabbos. Now, we mentioned this concept of istima. My istima, what's istima? It means a bizyoni. Great. My bizyoni, what's bizyoni? It's a scarf that... Peruche, peruche means things that are holding, that are that are flying in the air. So it it holds back things that are flying. You're here, that's flying out. So that's some type of wrap that you would wear to keep your hair in place. So that is 
what a uh, istima is. Great. Next. Tanarabaran. Now, once we mention this concept of istima from the Brisa, we say, Three things that were said when it comes to an istima. That there's no iser of shatness when it comes to this. Some learn there's only no iser daraisa. Maybe there will be an iser darabaran. Why would there be an iser of shatness from um, istima? So, let's say istima was made out of wool and linen. But since here it's not tavi, it's not it's not woven. So anything that's not I'm sorry, that's not it's uh, not been spun. Anything that's not been spun together is not a problem of shatnas. Look at Rashi. Rashi says veina tavuya. It was not spun together, so there's no shatnas. Veina matam minigam. Now, once I know there's no problem of shatnas when it comes to these things, so negayim are there's exerus of nega to to uh, fr- from Kalayim. So if there's no problem of Kalayim, there's no problem of Negon, there's no problem of Tsaras. And the third thing is the Ein Yoitzin Baloshusarabim, you cannot go out Loshusarabim on Shabbos wearing this. Mishum of Shimon Amru, and the name of Shimon they said, Af Imba Mishum Atarais Kalis. Another thing that you cannot that uh, this, there's uh, there's no this is not part of the gzera of Atari's Kalis. What is that? So look at Rashi, top page in Chesam and Aleph. The gzera lens lotitzim mechorban veelach mishum tsar mesechta saita. There was some type of there was a gzera. The last daf in saita tells us that there are many things we do mishum zeicher lechorban and or uh, as 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 velus on the chorban, and we have many minhagim. One of the things we we know is not listening to music, so. One of the things that were mentioned there is that when it came to weddings, they wouldn't go overboard. So a kala was not allowed to wear a crown at their wedding. So we're saying this istima is not a problem of wearing it because it's not really a crown. It's just a hold back here. So a woman would be allowed to wear that on, you know, on a day of her wedding. That would not be part of the takana mishom zecher lechorban. Shkoyach.